Hi, I'm your host, Rowan Tonkin, and welcome to Being Planful, the show for FP&A leaders and planning experts. Morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you're listening. Uh, we're back with FPNA Fridays, and we've got a really special episode for you today. We're talking about uh, the upcoming Planful Perform conference, and the conference, uh, you know, theme this year is what we call Better Together. So, uh, really excited about this. We're going to talk a lot today about the value of attending a conference. We're going to talk about the value of you know, being better together and what that means, whether that's, uh, you know, internally, externally uh, and attending conferences. And we're also going to talk about some of the value from the specific sessions uh, that we've got at Planful Perform. If you haven't yet, uh, please go to planful.com forward slash perform and register for the event. We really, really want you to, to be there and we're really excited. We've got like 43 sessions. We've got like 50 plus hours of content amazing networking. So really want you to be there and really excited to have our friends, Chris and Glenn. Welcome back, gents. Let's go. What's up? All right. So I'm going to kick it off better together. Uh, Chris, what does that mean to you? So better together, I think is like, that is one of the most important uh, takeaways that I've taken away from post pandemic and this whole value proposition of going forward. Right. I think we, you know, and Planful is, is taking the lead in the golden age of the CFO, right? And better together, it definitely co-aligns with that, right? Like the golden age of the CFO is what we've seen where, you know, organizations have looked at the CFO to navigate a lot of challenges, adversity, uh, so many different macro and micro uh, factors that have affected businesses and to be able to navigate that. So better together to me means that it's all about connection, collaboration, communication, taking complexity and put that into clear, concise conclusions. Yes, I was on my C tangent and I was going <laughs> on with it, but I think that's so important is that finance now and what Planful really brings is finance is a team sport. It's not, it's no more about the finance MVP superstar knocking out the best budget, budgeting and forecasting or having the best uh, forecasting accuracy in terms of their next six months. We need to make sure that we're collaborating with the sales, the marketing, external stakeholders, bringing uh, along with us in this journey, our accounting partners as well. So I think now is a really transformative and evolutionary time for finance to do everything that we've done individually better together with the business. So that's my definition of better together. I love it. Uh, that was a lot of C's, Chris. Uh, yeah, only a man named Chris could come up with that many C's. But um, Glenn, you've been to many perform conferences. Yep. Um, what does this year's theme mean to you? And what can folks expect from uh, attending the event? So to me, the first thing that pops into my mind of better together is teamwork. I mean, Chris, Chris nailed it. But you know, when I think about it, if, if you're going through an interview and someone says, Tell me about some of the great successes that you've had. It needs to start with we. It's not I, right? No one, I've never seen anybody in a company succeed on their own because they have to have support from their internal team, from their partners, like Chris mentioned, HR and accounting, but from the business side too. You have to come together as an organization and really make sure that 
everyone's talking the same language and you're working to try and achieve the same goals. That is a we thing, not an I thing. And when I think of better together, that is really what it's about. It's, it's saying that people work better to, as, a, as a team than they do as individuals. And you could accomplish so much more. And you know the concept, the, the synergy concept of one plus one equals three, right? Is that you could do so much more when you're working together. So that's what the, the theme to me really represents. Now, on your other question about what you could get out of the conference, you know, I think about all the, I mean, this is gonna be my, my fifth year attending, uh, there are several different tracks that you could go down. There's stuff that if you want to know how to use the planful system, you could go into more technical things. If you want to understand how the technology could be used to help solve other problems, there are typical business cases that are out there that other customers are presenting. And then there's also more thought-provoking kind of leadership directional things that you get a lot from listening to this podcast, right? What, what Rowan and Chris and I are always usually talking about is best practices and how to apply that. And so there's a little bit of everything in these conferences and you get to choose what sessions really kind of make sense and, and will resonate with you. You get to mix it up a little bit. So it's a lot of fun. It's a couple of days and you, you can't you know, go wrong for being in Vegas too. That's right. Uh, Vegas is, is going to be fun. I, I think like what, what better together means to me is, uh, and I'll, I'll steal a C word is community. Um, and really bringing the whole community back together. It's been a tough few years. Like we haven't been in person for a long time. So number one, I'm really excited to, for me, this is an opportunity to meet a lot of customers, a lot of people in the planful ecosystem that I've never met face to face. I'm really excited about that. Um, but it's that, you know, that, conversion of the whole community at one event, whether that be planful plus our customers, planful plus our, our partners, but ultimately all of those key stakeholders across the ecosystem coming together and, and doing exactly what you just said, Glenn, learning from each other, getting that kind of sense of we're in this together, we truly are. And, uh, and, and really kind of getting, trying to deliver fr from my perspective, trying to deliver that value back to the community. And, you know, I, I think ultimately we're all better together. Uh, it, it, that, that is the intention behind this is like, as a software vendor, we're better with our customers and we make our customers better, but they're better with us. And we want to, you know, continuously try and add value to that. that. That's our core goal that customers is our number one value here at the company. And so I'm really excited about that. Chris, I know you've been, you know, like neck deep in a lot of sessions. Um, one session that I am absolutely excited for is Barbara Corcoran, famous realtor. Obviously, we all know her from Shark Tank. I have, uh, I have spoken with Barbara. Her session is going to light the stage on fire. Um, but who else uh, are you excited to hear from uh, at Perform? Yeah, for me, um, I think the thing I love so much about Perform is you've got very technical, uh, if you want to talk so much more about the platform and really dive into Spotlight Excel, dynamic planning, structure planning, all those different tools and uh, solutions that you're able to have, you definitely have that, right? Then a unique thing is like you really have like thought leadership sessions. So like one session that I'm really excited about is uh, with Brian Lapidus, who's at the Association of Financial Professionals, a uh, really large thought leadership uh, uh, organization inside here of the US and globally. 
And his session is, is talking about integrative intelligence, right? And the application of that in finance. And I remember like looking at the session description for this and from a thought leadership perspective of what um, of the, the golden age of the CFO and the modern finance organization needs to structure, like that's one as you're looking at perform, which again is going to be taking place May 23rd to the 25th at the Ari Hotel, uh, Ari Hotel in Las Vegas. Um, that's one session to definitely put on your schedule, right? And he talks about how this intelligence is, is, is not just the financial IQ that the finance organization needs to own. There's also intelligence inside the business. There's intelligence with your stakeholders. There's intelligence with your vendors. There's intelligence with your partners. And how can you integrate all of that intelligence in a centralized platform where people can digest action and have the information that they need? So for me, that's a really important session because I think it involves the, the people, the process, the platform, and the partnership centralization to drive actionable insights in an organization. So for me, that's really one that I'm looking forward to uh, for the entire uh, Planful Performance uh, Conference because I think it touched so many important points that CFOs and VPs of finance and FP&A need to be focused on and thinking about. Yeah, I, I really like that. Um, obviously, the second session that you're most looking forward to is Glenn's session. So Glenn, do you want to talk about your session at Perform, what you'll be speaking about? And then if you've picked another favorite session, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Uh, so my session is going to be focused on building out a three-year strategy for FP&A. Uh, most FP&A organizations don't do this but it's something that I've tried to do at every company I've been at, which is when you come in, you evaluate where you are, but you think about where the organization needs to be in three years and you lay out a roadmap for how you're going to get there. And it helps put together your annual goals, performance tracking and those types of things. But it also helps all the members of the FP&A team understand where they're supposed to be moving towards. What's direction? How are they supposed to learn and grow? And then you can, it also helps the rest of the company because they'd see where you're going and you could better align with their strategies as well. So we're going to be talking about the importance of the strategy, but also how to put it together. And I'm going to even walk through an example of a three-year strategy that I had used at a, at a prior company as well. That, uh, that's awesome. And, and I want to just pause for a moment because being not in FP&A, but being a stakeholder to FP&A, it's so important for me to understand where you're going, right? Like I may understand some of the limitations. I may not understand some of the limitations, but knowing that there's a journey ahead, knowing the transformation is so valuable because then you're managing my expectations as a, as a key stakeholder to uh, the input and output that you guys provide as FP&A professionals. And it's something I've been talking a lot about with folks is like, one of the biggest challenges with this golden age of the CFO is that the communication to stakeholders is so critical, but it's normally finance teams are fantastic at managing external stakeholders, typically, you know, boards and, uh, you know, potential investors and, you know, if you're a public company, Wall Street, but managing internal stakeholders has always been a little bit on the back burner. So I'm really excited to hear that topic. So, Well, I want to take it one step further because if it's done right, as a business partner, Rowan, I'll use you as an example, you should go over and be able to hear where FP&A is trying to go 
and you're, you should be thinking, oh my God, I didn't know you could even do this. I now want to engage with you more. I want to go and leverage FP&A to help me do these other things that you're trying to do in your business. And that's what sharing strategies can really do. So I'm super excited about it. It's going to be a fun session. Uh, and by the way, so on, on your second question, which was the next, the other session I'm really looking forward to, Chris is doing one that when we were talking about topics, I also proposed and Chris like, no, 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 I got it. So I'm super excited <laughs> about hearing Chris talk about the value of empathy within FP&A. It is a topic that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I always try and teach it in FP&A organizations. I was happy to go and do this presentation, but Chris is going to be up there. So I'm super thrilled about hearing that. Well, if someone can speak about empathy, uh, I know it's Chris. So uh, <laughs> really excited for that too. One session that I am personally excited about, I'm just going to take the floor for a second, is um, Doug Henschen of, of Constellation Research is talking about the impacts of ESG. So uh, for folks that may not know, and, uh, you know, environmental social governance um, on finance. And it's becoming a much bigger issue uh, for finance stakeholders, specifically as public companies are putting more pressure or being put under pressure to uh, to deliver kind of expectations around what ESG is for that business. Those public companies are then putting pressure on private companies to disclose more information about what they're doing with with ESG, and uh, and it's becoming a really really big factor. So Doug's going to take the audience through uh, a lot of those impacts, a lot of the challenges, and really help people understand what what they need to be doing. So I'm excited for that session because I think it's a something we're going to hear a lot more about for sure. Yeah, and Rowan, just just to add on to that, man, like I that was my I was debating between my two sessions, and that was my second one between Brian and, and Doug. Yeah, ESG I think is one of the most important aspects, and like bubbling up from a governance perspective with IFRS, with US GAAP, the SEC uh, is really starting to buckle down with public companies as as they're disclosing this data. I've also had conversations with uh, big four accounting and uh, accounting firms that are like how do we put a governance and framework around it? So like that topic being at the conference for those CFOs, VPs of finance, even accountants, and even just overall business people, right? That is gonna be really, really something important. I think that is a key differentiator to have an expert that walk through that framework, the value proposition it has, and the ability to, to take, a, take something that's important like that, that is traditionally, that's not, where do you see that on the PL, Rowan? Right? Yeah. Where is that? How do you audit that? Like, where does that look at it on the on the on the profit and loss, on the balance sheet, on the statement of cash flows, on the that's not normally in there. So, like that to me is such a great topic that CFOs need to be thinking about and really developing frameworks and processes and governance around like really how they're gonna do that because people in FPNA accounting finance and CFOs like just professionals they're starting to look to their organizations and that's starting to be a key differentiator from a recruiting perspective for people to join organizations is the ESG efforts that they're doing inside of their community and the impact that it's having uh, to their organization so I would definitely highly recommend that one for sure yeah if I could add one thing to that it's that if you are a private company and you're thinking about going public ESG is one of the things that you probably don't think about very often. 
because as a private company, you are not held accountable to Wall Street standards and the SEC and other things. But it's one of the first questions that you get asked from outside analysts. So understanding how you are governing the organization and governance, a lot of times, if you were a sole proprietor and you built up your organization to be you know, 50 million, 100 million, $200 million in revenue, you did a great job getting there. But to be thinking about all the nuances when it comes to how to properly govern the organization, to go to that next level, it is absolutely critical and requires a different type of thought. So uh, I, I agree. I think that's going to be a fantastic session. Yep. Yeah. The the to to your point there, Glenn. The the big thing with ESG is um, obviously you've got the public markets putting a lot of pressure on that. But uh, I think public companies will now be starting because of all of those uh, governance reasons, all the regulatory reasons that Chris just outlined. Those public companies again, they need to they need to communicate about how what the ESG of their own supply chains are. And therefore, those public companies will begin to start to put a lot more pressure on on private companies, regardless of whether they're trying to go public or not. So even if you're in a private company not planning to go public anytime soon, and there's lots of those out there, then uh, then you need to be thinking about this anyway, because uh, your supply chain, you know, your vendors, your customers will start putting pressure on you to disclose more about your your business practices because they have to, um, and uh, and that could hurt if you're not ready for it. Yep. Well, I didn't think we were going to talk so much about ESG on today, but that's a, a probably a, a fantastic topic for another uh, for another podcast. Um, so as we as we think about perform, um, we're also you know, it's a it's a user conference, right? So uh, if anyone pays attention to this small company called Salesforce, um, they they have their Dreamforce every year, and uh, Mr. Benioff gets up there and talks us about their vision. We've got something better. We've got Grant Halloran, our CEO, who's going to stand up and talk about the Planful vision. So really excited for that session. We're going to be talking about. Um, a lot about the planful vision where that's going obviously you uh you all heard the theme of better together and uh there's some alignment there so if uh if you're at all interested in in where uh the future of fpna the future of accounting and the future of kind of finance is going that's a not to be missed session because grant's going to talk a lot about that vision and really excited for that um sessions i'm also like I love user conferences because I get to hear from customers. Yeah, Chris, you, you've uh, you've been involved in some of the planning a little bit of this conference. What customer session are you most excited for? Yeah, so a lot of the, the the customers I've been able to talk to, it's like I love that that translation that they made of like a platform solution or a specific function to drive partnership or you know other different areas in inside their business. And for me, like. It, that is another aspect of it is like you got thought leadership, you got visionary of where it's going, you got the future of finance, and you also got like these very great specific examples. Um, and there's one example that comes to my mind, um, uh, a figs example, where they're talking about specifically how they partnered inside the business and use reporting to drive insights, not just in the finance organization, right? I think any anybody, any solution out there could be like, hey, here's how we use it to drive insights. 
but also that collaboration element, right? And from talking with a lot of the customers, you see how passionate that, that they are about the platform. And it's not just passion about the tools and functionality and, you know, the spotlight excels and other uh, uh, tools and solutions they're able to use, but how those tools and solutions make an impact to the broader organization, how they partner with sales, how they partner with marketing, how they partner with operations, how they partner with HR, how they partner with their manufacturing group to provide different levels of insight. So I think coming from those customers and seeing those real life use cases of where they've had a centralized uh, collaborative FP&A solution that has really expanded the finance organization's value proposition and really brought those different functional areas together inside of that tool to collaborate, to communicate, to connect. And Rowan, I'm still in your seat from earlier. That's the community that it provides. And I think that's really transformative because so much of what you think about tools and technologies is like, hey, Salesforce is the salesperson's group and Marketo's the marketing person's uh, technology and FP&A is the finance group. And, you know, but having a solution where now you're bringing those stakeholders in together, you're bringing them in to collaborate, you're bringing them in to communicate and showing that the action, the impact and influence that that has in driving insights and moving the organization forward. I can tell you across the board, you're going to have a lot of sessions with the customers that are passionate about that and proven to show you the framework and quick start comprehensive guides for you to take those actions to implement inside of your organization. So that's what I'm really excited about as well, which is a whole nother pillar that I think Planful Perform 2022 is going to be is going to offer to any attendee uh, attending the conference. Uh, can't agree more with that. You scared me with uh, 2022. I can't believe we're, we're here already. Uh, and it's almost uh, halfway through the year. Glenn, speaking of 2022, you've been to this conference a number of times, right? Coming on what this will be your fifth time, you said fifth earlier? Time. That's right. Fifth time. What is it that makes you keep coming back? Well, you guys keep inviting me, so that's nice. But, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I think it's it's a combination of things. First of all, the speakers and the events are great. But one of the things is as Someone, whether you are a planful user or not, the interaction with people about what they're doing. I mean, this is a, a forum that you get over, you know, breakfast or lunch or just between sessions. You talk to your neighbor, you're sitting down at, at a table with other people from other companies and you start sharing ideas. And again, I kind of come back to, I think Rowan, you used a great word there, community. And it is a community, not just of planful people and planful users, but of FP&A people. And to go and talk about best practices and to challenge people, say, you know, I'm having a problem with this, this area for the particular forecast, whatever, have you come across something? And hearing ideas from other people. That to me is one of the really exciting things about this conference, because it allows people to get exposure to how other companies are doing things, how other people approach things. Because I know a lot of people have been at companies for a long time, and they're really good at what they do but they don't see how other companies are handling certain things. And if you don't, you, you know, you clearly, you don't know what you don't know. So this allows people to have that opportunity to ask and, and kind of brainstorm about other possibilities, other ways of doing things that they could go and bring that back to their own company. So uh, to me, that's one of the, the best things, just the interaction with all the people who are there. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, 
you know, I go to more marketing events. I also attend a lot of finance events um, as as a vendor. But to me, it's the value that you get, not just from the speaking sessions themselves, right? Like every every speaker is generally fantastic and they're talking about a topic that they know very well and know deeply and there's a lot to learn. But it's the ideas that get sparked from those sessions and then the collaboration with the rest of the community outside of those sessions that becomes really valuable. It's what you kind of take back to your business and you're like, wow, like I heard this thing which triggered this idea and now I want to like put this into practice. Right. And uh, and and those things can be like the, the, the spark plug, if you will of some fantastic innovation for your business, whether that be building some crazy new model that delivers a ton of value to the sales organization, for example, or whether that is like, oh, wow, I didn't realize we could like connect our applicant tracking system to our FP&A platform so that we can look at, you know, vacancy rates of, of hiring and, and tighten up our budgeting process for, for HR, for example. Those things are the things that you just kind of like, you, you get that little golden nugget while you're in a session. And next thing you know, six months down the line, you've implemented something completely new and, and you can't really remember where that idea came from. But if you're ever to do the ROI and the attribution tracking, it's like, wow, that came from that event. And, uh, and that's what I love about perform is, is that, um, the inspiration that people take away and take home, um, so really excited to hear from customers in six to nine months. Hey, because of that thing that I learned at Perform, this is what I, I took away. So yeah, and Ron, can I add that. something that yeah. one of the best practices that I saw is that because sometimes you have a larger FPNA team and then sometimes not everybody in FPNA can go and attend the event. I highly recommend for all the people who are gonna be attending, go back to your companies afterwards, set up a one hour meeting, and do a little run through of everything that you learned and experienced at the event and share that with the rest of the team. Because I think that is a great way to share not only the knowledge and experiences, but to really make sure that when you're at the event, you're thinking about how your team can build and grow on what they're doing. Yeah. Love it. And, and I think another point that I just want to add, right? Like uh, if you're, it, it doesn't matter if you're a financial analyst, senior financial analyst, VP of FPNA, CFO, you're going to have all of those, all of those titles represented here at this conference, right? Like you're going to have FPNA people talking about how they were able to build better business partnerships. We've got some great sessions with CFOs like Dan Fletcher at Planful and, and other CFOs uh, talking about it. So like, you're going to have that even wide variety of experience to draw from, right? Like, I can't tell you how many times I love coming to conferences and I just love talking to a CFO that's been a CFO for like 20 years, right? That level of knowledge, expertise, insight that you get, and it's not even talking about like the platform solution. You're just hearing them present and like you just talk about how, what they're passionate about. So like, that's even another aspect of that I'm looking forward to. And I think other attendees should consider is you're going to have all personas represented from the top of the CFO funnel all the way down to uh, financial analysts and being able to connect and have that opportunity to share best practices, pitfalls and learnings along the way. So you're going to be fully represented no matter where you are in your journey. And maybe you are that 
senior FA that's ready to make that leap to be a manager of FPNA. You've got session and people that have went to that mountaintop and be able to do it. Um, Dan Fletcher is going to be talking about, you know, how to become a CFO and three-step tricks on how to, uh, three, uh, three critical skills that you need to be the CFO. So you're getting that, all of that knowledge that's there to help you not only with the tools to, to enable you to be a better plan, planful customer or use a more centralized solution, but also that thought leadership, that experience, that mentorship, and just that overall knowledge that you can gain from everybody uh, attending the conference. I think that's a super added bonus. And it's not just the value that you get in the moment. It's the ongoing relationships that you create, right? Uh, and I think you said it there, right? Like Dan's going to be someone who presents on how to become a CFO. I know Dan really well, and he would love for people to come up to him after that and talk about, you know, like how they get on that journey and and those relationships that that folks can create with peers or with potential mentors are hugely valuable. And then they turn into, you know, things like Glenn coming back five times, right? Like it, it becomes something that you're like, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of folks that Glenn has met at, you know, year one, year two, year three, that he's excited to connect with again at the event because he hasn't seen them for a couple of years because of all these reasons. But um, regardless of that, he would be excited to connect with them again every year. It just becomes something that, um, you know, you're always excited for. So, you know, really, really uh, keen for anyone listening. If you've got all the way through this and you're still listening, you're obviously ready to sign up. So planful.com forward slash perform. Uh, if, you know, if you need a code, if Chris will hook you up uh, or myself or Glenn, we all have codes. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, connect with us on LinkedIn and, and ask for a code. Uh, we'll be sure to, to help you out to, to make that uh attendance a bit easier for you we we know that uh you know we're we're working with finance people and uh t and e is always near and dear to your heart right (laughs) (laughs) um just i I know we've only got a few more minutes left i i'd like to uh ask each of you what's the one thing the one thing that you get the most value out of out of conferences like perform and uh and then once you talk about that one thing what are you most looking forward to yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off. So the number one thing I always get, and I'm always usually like, I, it's, it's very few conferences I've been to where I'm not presenting. This is one where I get to play both hats, where I am presenting, I get to be an attendee. So I get to be the sponge to soak up everything. The thing I love the most about going to conferences is like, that's that point where you get those, what are those like, where are those trends going? Like, what are those, I call them waves. Like, what are those waves that are starting to bubble up like ESG or transformative FPNA or, you know, uh, uh, being better communicators and better business partners? Like, that is where I look to absorb and I get that opportunity to sit back and learn. Like, that's one of the most, like, things I get away from conferences is just that learning and that connection aspect of what those new waves are going to be. And I think the number one thing that I'm really looking forward to at Planful Perform uh, 2022, which again, May 23rd to the 25th at the Ari Hotel in Las Vegas. Um, I'm looking forward to, re- honestly, if I'm being all cards out on the table, I'm looking forward to get back in person and being around people, being around that connection, uh, sitting in a room with people and learning. There's also a virtual opportunity if you're not ready to get to that stage yet. There, uh, you know, Planful Perform has virtual options as well. 
but I'm excited to get with high performance, high potential, people that are thinking and moving their organization forward, moving their team forward, connecting, collaborating, and really getting that, that, that framework and that model on how finance can be better together inside the business. So that's what I'm really looking forward to. Awesome. How about you, Glenn? You know, um, when I think about all the conferences that I've attended, there's always, uh, you know, three, five people or so that I make a, a really good connection with. People I had no idea even existed before. Maybe we are in similar roles. Maybe we're in similar tech companies or industries, whatever it happens to be. But there always seems to be a, at least a handful of people that I walk away from a conference saying, I'm going to be better off for having not only just met them and talked to them, but down the road, we're going to stay in contact. And I think about that at every single conference that I've been at, there's always been a couple people there who I'm still in touch with and that I could go over and I could hey, reach out to them and say, I got, you know, need some advice or whatever, or, you know, just if I'm happy, you know, a lot of times you're not physically in the same location, but you happen to travel to one of those cities or whatever, and you, you meet up for, for a drink or dinner or something afterwards, you make those connections that really last sometimes for years. And to me, that's the one thing that I've always tried to take away is you're going to learn a ton of stuff. And that stuff is going to be very directly applicable, especially in the next six months, as you can go over and apply those things. Chris talked about the trends that you learn. Those things are applicable. But two years, three years from now, those trends change. Mm -hmm. The technology changes. Other things have to shift. You always have to stay out in front of it. But the relationships that you can build with some of the people here, those can stay constant. You could continue to build and foster those relationships. And to me, that's one of the best things to take away from a conference. It's meeting people that you wouldn't have the opportunity to meet and engage with otherwise. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and to me, that's the value proposition of these type of events, whether it's perform or any other event, it's that community that you can create. And, uh, and that's why we, we called it, you know, a, a, you know, perform itself, but the, tagline of better together because to both of your points we truly are better together so if you want to get better perform is the place to do that as uh chris has said may 23 to 25 the aria hotel in las vegas planful.com forward slash perform thank you both uh have a great uh weekend uh this has been fpna fridays and uh ESG will be another topic that we'll be covering soon. So uh, really looking forward to that. And we'll also have some live from conversations at Perform and uh, Perform wrap up coming for, for you soon. So thanks everyone. Have a great weekend. You're the man, Glenn. Thanks guys.